Welcome to the Creative Space Podcast, shining a light in the creative industry. I'm your host, Kayla Dundee, actor, comedian, director, writer, and musician. It's a podcast by creatives, about creatives, for creatives. This week, we've got a a producer and musician um, who I've known for, oh, near uh, probably about seven years, I think. Um, but but who've been sort of a part of my life in some way for about 11 um and and his music is amazing he's worked with with Emil um who was on for the Christmas episode and you're really gonna enjoy this one so without further ado let's get into it Trex or Connor, and this is my creative space. Hey guys, so here we are back for another episode, and this time you'll now know that we've got Trex on, so let's start where we always do. What aspects of the self-made creative industry are you in? Uh, I'm a musician, um, everything, rapper, producer, mix, master, singer, whatever you want to call me. Nice, nice. So let's, let's um, obviously we sort of, sort of known each other for a while now, so let's go back to, to, to what, what a young you was like, where did you grow up and how has that maybe influenced where you are now? Um, I, I always hate when people ask me where I grew up because I started in, I was born in Hastings, yeah. But then I moved to Brighton for a bit where I like met one of my best friends and yeah. I remember a lot because my parents were at uni. Then I moved yeah. back to Hastings for a bit. Then I moved to London and then I sort of went all around London. But yeah, <laughs> main, mainly South London. I say South South London raised. Yeah. But Hastings nice. born. Nice. And then and then you're you're a complete other end of the country now, aren't you? Yeah, well I would Leeds now, uh, yeah. which is like yeah, right in the north. But <laughs> yeah, it's a bit uh it's a bit all over the place, but I also feel like that also does define me a bit in terms of like how I talk and the fact that I've got some northern slang, I've got a lot of southern slang. Yeah, I've yeah. got a sort of different voice to just a South Flandener. Yeah. Um, so, well, that's yeah, the, it definitely has shaped me. That's the thing is you'll you'll, pro- you'll probably be one of those people where it's like dependent on 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 like who you're talking to would change the way you're speaking because you've lived oh, sort of all over the place. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I've got mates that I talk to in that are in Croydon and stuff and yeah. the way I talk with them is it's complete if I'm ever around my northern mates and one of them yeah. calls I yeah. feel like I'm playing a different character <laughs> if, if <I'm> <laughs> it's just like just like it is me I promise it's just different people from different area <laughs> yeah. okay so but, yeah let's, let's chat a bit about about um where did you study what did you study and and yeah and how that's how that's led led you to to being here right well i i obviously went to langley uh, yeah. with yourself yeah um and then when i finished i went to the academy of contemporary music in guildford uh cool. which sounds better than it is <laughs> um is it was a it was a three-year course 
or is it three years worth like a normal degree but it was condensed into two years yeah. and i i ended up dropping out around the equivalent of what would have been the start of my third year just around okay. dissertation season because it was a bit too much and then yeah moved yeah. up moved up leads because it was cheap yeah 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 so um and and then since then you've just been freelance haven't you yeah pretty much i've just been sort of i, I came up here uh, I did like I started making a bit more music and actually releasing stuff. Uh, obviously, just doing like normal work on the side. Yeah. Um, and now, yeah, I'm just sort of like I'm finally making a bit of money from music and yeah. mixing and mastering and stuff. So, yeah, it's it's getting to the point where hopefully I can just be freelance. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing of we're all we're all working that way of, of hoping to to be doing the thing we come on here to talk about as our full time thing, but. But like as as you know, no, it's it's not as easy as that. <laughs> no, no, it's it's yeah, it's it's a kick in the teeth when you finally realise how much hard work it is. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. So um how how has your how was those those sort of two years then? How did they they influence your your decision to to sort of do what it is you are doing? Was there was there any aspects of those two years that, had, that that really made you think think yeah I really want to go further into this aspect of music or or really want to go further into this aspect. Yeah, I um, I mean I, I didn't like the uni just because um, it was it was they just sort of taught you to pass an exam they taught you how to get a degree not taught you how to sort of make music yeah and like make better music and be a better producer so like i did learn some stuff just in terms of like acoustics and little bits here and there about mixing and mastering and all that but i mean i i think the biggest change is when i decided i was going to quit uni and it wasn't for me and i remember the day when i said right i'm not going back to uni because i never actually dropped out i I just didn't tell them that i dropped out so i still got my student loan yeah yeah i think that that day that i went right i want to uh I just want to do music full. I want to do music full time. I'm just, I'm not relying on uni. That was a day where I felt like, okay, I'm in the real world. There's no more learning for me. Like I've got to like try now. Yeah. So I feel like that properly, like I said, it kicks you in the teeth when you know how much work it is, but it also gives you a kick in the ass because you're like, right, I've got to get up and actually, I've got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like knowing like there isn't, a 9am lecture to get to, to to but it's it's like it's like you've got to you've got to motivate yourself to to get up and do it now exactly i don't have i don't have a 9am lecture to get up for but yeah. it gets to 1am and i go i've got to keep on going yeah yeah okay um let's let's chat a bit about then um was there a specific moment maybe at, at langley or while you were you were in uni or maybe before then even that like like you knew this was the the industry for you this was the career you you had to be doing um i think performing live always like has been so much fun and i haven't really performed live at all um since langley but obviously yeah. i was in the house band that i did a lot of showcases yeah and um that yeah that sort of made me realize how much fun it is and that's what i want to do like i think every musician says the best part about it is doing the live shows and yeah. that's what i really that's that's what i really want to get into doing because it makes it worth the hard work and the long nights 
Yeah, yeah. And I think I think the those live shows are bound to, to come back in hopefully by summer, I reckon. Um if all goes to plan. Open. If all goes to plan. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I had a whole plan to start playing live just after I released my EP last year. Yeah. But I released that, I think, like 20th of March, and yeah. then like a couple literally, days later, obviously yeah. lockdown. So I think I think the it's worst time. I think it literally the 23rd of March lockdown happened. And, yeah, something and like then, that. It was, that, yeah, it was shit. that was our year gone. <laughs> Pretty but, much. Um. All right. Seeing seeing as you've mentioned it, tell us a bit about about the EP last year then. So uh, it was called X Kid. I worked, God, it was six songs. And I think I ended up probably clocking in about six months of work on it, which I, I wanted to, cause I'm very of the mind of, I like to get music written, recorded, and finished and out as soon as possible. But yeah, it's just not the way it works. Cause I always feel like I'm in that stage of my life and in the stage of my career where I'm just getting better. And every month I can look back on the stuff I made last month and go, I can do better than that now. Yeah. So I kept writing tunes and then going, yeah, I've got all these for the EP. Looking back on it a month later and go, actually only one of those is good enough. Yeah. And that's that's also good because every song that's on that EP, I'm very proud of. And yeah. I listen to that EP myself, just like if I'm on the bus or something, I'll happily stick it on because I'm very proud of the songs. I like the songs. I still think they're some of my best work. Yeah, yeah. But that's 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 the main thing is it's like, like if it isn't music you would listen to, then, then why are you making it? Exactly that, mate. Like, you could make you can make music that might get a few more plays on a playlist. Yeah. You can make music that you know other people like, but if you're not enjoying it, it's not going to come across as passionate. And you might get a one-hit wonder or yeah. a few songs that do well, but you're not going to have that longevity as if you were just making the music that you like. Yeah, and it it comes back to that, to that thing of of performing live because it's like like if 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 you don't love the song the songs you've made, you like whenever you're performing in live, the people watching are gonna are gonna see that are gonna see that like that like you you're not into it and you're not loving it. Hundred um, percent, yeah. Like that's 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 the thing I've seen as well. People that will play songs that they're just sick of, or they yeah. don't think it's that good, and they're just there's no passion in it and that's one of the main things about like live shows is seeing someone not only playing the song live but performing it and yeah being it there with the crowd yeah so it's yeah it's important you know that's that's the thing is there's, there's a lot of more bands nowadays on like if they, if they had a big hit, hit years ago but like they just don't enjoy it a lot of them nowadays are just going yeah, we're not gonna do do that one anymore. Not because it isn't popular, but but like because we can't just sick of do it. it justice because we don't. Oh do yeah, it's, it's like. Do you, uh, do you remember Wheatus who made Teenage Dirtbag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they played like a really small venue uh, at my uni, or not at my uni, but just like around the corner. Yeah. Um, called the Boiler Room, but apparently they didn't play Teenage Dirtbag because. They knew everyone was just going to be there for that one song, so they made it clear we're not playing that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I don't want to get to that point. I I saw them um, a few years ago because they were they were actually whenever Busted first came back, they were supporting Busted and oh and like they um they they played or they they played Teenage Dirtbag, but like like the the crowd was singing it back to them for for most of it, and then 
and then it got to, to, to part way through and and the, the lead was just like can we just sing our effing song now and it was just like it just just sort of like oh okay so you clearly isn't the same enjoyment in that as as there was whenever you you brought it out so like it may may have been a similar sort of time that that like they um that to when i saw them to when you saw them actually um because because they're clearly under the what i was gonna say go ahead yeah well, well they clearly sort of fallen out of love with that with that song or that or that period of time anyway yeah i mean 100 i mean it's even like you think of someone like noel gallagher and oasis wonderwall that's yeah. an incredible song and everyone loves that and not everyone's going there for just Wonderwall. Like, if you go and see Oasis or Noel Gallagher or whoever, you're going for all the other tunes as well because they were yeah. such a big band. But is that lucky? And you can almost get that as well when he's performing it live. There's not as much passion in it because yeah. he he thinks he's written better tunes. But I think that's 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 worse is when it's more like a song that you do love and you did love, but it just gets overplayed. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the that's the thing is I think um, I think you see that a lot a lot of well nowadays where it, where it's like there's songs that like bands do still love, but but feel like feel like they can't play because the audience has fallen out of love with them just because they've played that much, which is always really sad when whenever that happens because it's just like it's just like it's only a one way thing at that point. Okay, so um, what would you say? You sort you sort of mentioned it it um, a bit. What would you say motivates you to do what what it is you do? Oh, there you go. You're back. There we go. Did you hear that, or do you want me to repeat it? No, no, yeah, repeat that again. Sorry. Um, I'll tr- I'll and say you've mentioned it a little bit, but but tell us what what motivates you to do what it is you do. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously performing live and I think I surprise myself a lot with what I create. I'll make, I'll make a song or I'll make, I'll just sit and make a beat and like I make, I might make 10 different songs and it's just one of them that I really go, oh my God, like I actually made that. Like yeah. with my, with my newest song with Emil, I, I remember doing the demo and sort of just sitting and listening to it. And I was walking to my girlfriend's and I was listening to my headphones. I was like, I can't believe I made this. And I felt yeah. like that gave me so much drive to not only finish it and make it as good as I can, but yeah. to carry on. Cause I knew I could, I know I could make even better than that. Yeah. yeah. And that, um, that song, song with Emil is such a good so- song. And thank you, man. And like, like I remember when that, when that ca- came out, just be just, immediately sort, sort, sort of being like these are two people that I really appreciate and really respect so good to see, see both of them actually helping to sort of push each other um, yeah create amazing music yeah I mean but, I mean Emil Emil smashed that song like he he sort of brought it up another level and when I made that song I had when I heard that demo I sort of went I need something 
extra and i think he just brought that and sort of brought what i was envisioning to life so yeah, yeah. shout out emil <laughs> who who would you say um inspires you whether that's other musicians um a family or anyone who would you say inspires you uh brockhampton kevin abstracts they're a they're a um they're a boy band from america that just makes some of the craziest sort of like rap and pop and r&b and infuse it with stuff you ain't ever heard with like asian influences and all from different backgrounds and like parts of america but they just all got that cohesive dream of putting out the best music they can and that like that really inspires me to just sort of try and make something different that mm. people can still get along with and sing along with. Like they've got tunes that are so catchy and so poppy, but from a music perspective, like it's it's so different in terms of a lot of what you hear on the charts, but it just works so well on the first listen. It's not like one yeah. of those ones where you have to listen to it a few times and go, okay, now I get what they're trying to do. It's like, it's just such a good infusion of everything. Um, yeah. So definitely them, uh, Tyler the Creator, he sort of just does everything himself and he's he's just got music that really sort of pushes the boundaries of pop, but still rap and still new stuff, as well as a lot of influences of old stuff. And yeah, I mean, so much. I feel like I've got an influence with every different aspect. If I'm looking at yeah. lyrics, I think of grime artists like Dave or Stormzy or maybe like MF Doom or something like that. And if I think of the music side i think of like timbaland kenny beats um kanye west stuff like that yeah yeah so because, it's all different well that's that's a cool thing it's like 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 having the the um the producing side, side to what what you do means that like you have that that real appreciation of of all aspects of music whereas whereas um some musicians like because they'll do one genre they'll find that way easier to, to sort of appreciate and and respect than, than others just because that's what they know more um yeah but, and i feel like that's, that's such an important aspect of being a producer as well is being able to listen to other music and appreciate even you might not like um that type of music but you can appreciate the different types of instrumentation timbre that they bring to it and you can use that to influence yourself yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So, where um, where do you want to be in five years' time? So, in twenty twenty six, where do you want to be career wise? Twenty twenty six. Oh god, I'm gonna be twenty eight. That scares me. <laughs> um, I would hope that I am completely financially stable and that I'm doing music full time. Um, I imagine myself. Oh, I would hope that I am. No, I, I don't even want to say I hope because I want to say that like I am going to be it. I am going to do this. Like, cause yeah, I I think I am going to be playing shows. I am going to have a fan base by then. Yeah. Um, I am hopefully maybe going to be living back in London as well, depending yeah. obviously what I do with where I move. But yeah, yeah, I would hope that in five years, yeah, I'm 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 able to sell out venues and I'm yeah. able to bring an audience and. Yeah, that that would, that would that would be the dream. What 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 would be be a dream venue to sell out? Brixton, Brixton no. Academy, one hundred percent. That's that's 
that's my favourite venue on the planet, man. I've, I've been that, there so many times. Yeah, well, I was, I was just going to say, is that because because that's where you see most artists? Or, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of artists there. It sounds incredible. The drums in that venue sound amazing. I've had some of the best gigs of my life. Like Dumbroco there for their automatic tour. That was incredible. Yeah. I got pulled up on stage with Green Day at Brixton. Nice. That was incredible. Nice. I, I I remember seeing the the photo of that that come up onto onto Facebook and that was mental. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a great. That was a day before I got my GCSE results as well. <laughs> and I remember waking or getting home and trying to get to sleep, and I was just like so buzzing. And then I woke yeah. up and I was like immediately felt so happy. I was like, I can't believe that happened. But then I was like, oh my god, I'm going to get my results today. But yeah. luckily it worked out well. So yeah, that yeah. that two or three day run that was incredible yeah yeah <laughs> so um looking further down the line then so so 10 years time then so when you'll be 33 um oh. what so, I'm at, like let's um let's say let's let's say you are you are selling out venues at this point what's the plan what's the plan beyond that i think it's just to push not only push myself to make stuff that I didn't think I'd be capable of making but just like I don't know being being in a position where I do have a fan base that I can push ideas that I've had for so long like that I have now and that I will have that I can bring to life and so if I have an idea I go you know what I want to I want to release an album and make a film with it and put this clothing line and have this concept to it i want to be able to just bring it to life and i want to be able to have the resources to make it exactly how i see it so yeah, yeah. in 10 years time i mean i hope i can i hope i can just do whatever I want and yeah yeah like totally it's just it's just having a thing of of whatever you envision being able to to be like, yeah, no, we're going to do that now, and we're going to make it happen. Um, yeah, 100%. Okay, okay, what what have you, on the same lines, what would you just define as success? What is success to you? I mean, like, obviously, a typical answer would be, oh, be happy with yourself, be comfortable in what you're doing, whatever, stuff like that, but I don't want to be too cliche, but... <laughs> yeah i'd like to just be i feel like success is being able to i think it was bob dylan said success is getting up doing what you want in between and then going or getting up going to sleep and doing what you want in between yeah i feel like that is such a good phrase because i feel like that is just just having that freedom and not being worried about money or not being worried about like health and stuff like that just being able to be completely comfortable no right I've got things sorted let me do what I want to do and you don't have to worry about other things same as like now I wake up and I go to work and I come back home I've got to worry about getting up going to work doing this stuff for my boss who's doing stuff for their boss who's doing stuff for their boss it's like I don't want to have to think about that I want to be able to get up and go what do I want to do what what is the direction that I want to take Mm. and be able to just push myself in that direction yeah totally totally so, so what do you what would you say is your biggest achievement so far then? God, 
Uh, still being alive at 23, I'm happy about that. <laughs> um, I think, I feel like putting X Kids, my EP from last year, I feel like when I put that out, that really settled me. Because it was the third thing, first uh, project that I produced that was actually on like streaming services. Yeah. And even though it didn't get many plays or anything like that, it still doesn't. Like, I look at that and I go, I'm so proud that I had the idea. I made the songs, I made them as good as I can, I made the music videos, I did the promotion, and I feel like it's just a solid piece of work that yeah. I can look back on. I feel like that was, even though I've made EPs before that, I feel like that's my first EP, because yeah. I'm just like, that's that's there, it's solid, and I'm never going to regret that, I would hope at least. So I yeah. think, yeah, that, or, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe... Um, getting getting into uni, I was very happy about that. Even though obviously I dropped out, I was that was a great achievement for me because I don't think I ever expected to do it. Yeah. Um, becoming part of the house band at school, I wanted to do that for the whole seven years I was there from year yeah. seven. I wanted to be in that. So when I finally got that position, I was like, oh my god, I actually did it. Yeah. And that was such a that was such a cool moment to think that I've been dreaming of actually doing that. And when yeah. I finally got it, I was like, oh my God, I actually worked all this time and now it's actually paid off. Yeah. So that was, that was, yeah, that was yeah, more relieving than achieving, but yeah, it was good nonetheless. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's all of these, all of these is things like, like getting to the house band, band getting to uni, releasing new feet. It's all steps on, 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 on your journey and you're going to, going to be able to, and you, you couldn't have, the EP without, without uni without the house band without whatever came before exactly, that yeah exactly it all it's a chain reaction yeah yeah completely so what would you say is next for you in your career then is there anything you're working on I've got yeah I've got I've, I've got that, a lot that, that, that you can talk on. about because 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 I don't want to be telling I don't want to be trying to show yeah no, I mean that. you're not you're not you're not <laughs> mentioned yourself no. yet to people no I mean there's stuff there's stuff that I've just been talking about I mean the hopes of this year I was sort of looking at it the other day and I was going right so I want to do this I want to do this project I want to do this project and the projects that I've got lined up I mean by end of summer I'm hoping to have about like four projects out nice like I've got um I've got a mixtape coming out with my housemate and very good friend D Geller. No. Um, that's well, probably over half, I'd say, and yeah. should hopefully be coming out by sort of start of March, mid March. Nice. Um, I'm currently in the process of co producing a uh, an EP for my friend Tondra the Dog on. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, Jonathan, that's what his name is. He's, he's, he's got some really, really cool stuff in the works. So I'm yeah. excited to work on that. I've got nice. my next EP that uh life goes on is the start of yeah i'm uh, i'm yet to sort of write the rest of it but i've got a lot of ideas as well as that e- that mixtape that me and d giller are doing we're hoping to maybe do a sequel later in the year as well so nice cool yes yeah, it's, it's a lot of stuff coming up but i'm hoping i can get it done and get it done well because I'd, r- I'd rather have one project drop that i'm really proud of than yeah. four projects drop that are all right yeah 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 okay so, so, so as, as we're finishing where can people keep up to date with you where can they 
where can they find out what what you're up to um yeah. i mean promote yourself here go for it <laughs> instagram trek at trek speaks that's right that's that's like my main thing uh twitter yeah. at trek speaks i got facebook as well don't really post on that it's useless but uh yeah, yeah. that youtube uh I, oh, fuck it follow me on tiktok i'm hoping to, i'm hoping to make some tiktok soon as well yeah is it is it all the set the same handle yeah all all trex beats uh yeah i got lucky being able to get that name <laughs> nice nice you've 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 won it with with the handles in there <laughs> yeah i mean well Tre- trex was taken because obviously the band t-rex yeah, yeah so yeah that's bad and then uh there's yeah there's a few other people called treks but they're all they're all fakers ain't me <laughs> cool well, well it's been great having you on and i'm sure everyone's really enjoyed listening and and um best of luck with everything for the future as well mate thank you so much caleb i uh i wish the same to you and yeah everyone if you're gonna go follow me go follow caleb as well because he's he's a true g he's putting in work cheers man cheers man cool i'll see you guys next week So you've just listened to Trex's episode of the podcast. Yeah, he's really cool because he is so keen to be performing live and releasing music and doing the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. I think it's so cool to see someone who's motivated, as driven as him. Um, and that about wraps up this week for the creative space podcast join me next week where i've got another great guest and another great conversation for you don't forget to follow me on instagram at cdundeactor to keep up to date with all things creative space until next time keep creating <laughs>